following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. This week on Friday Night Football in North Georgia on 97.5 Glory FM, it's a crosstown matchup in Region 8 Quad A as the East Hall Vikings travel down to take on the Cherokee Bluff Bears. It's a must-win situation for the Bears to have any chance of making it into the state playoffs. And can they hold down the fast-break football there of the Vikings? Both teams need to win in this big ball game this evening down at the Bluff Looking ahead to the last couple of weeks of the regular season, both teams have a difficult schedule the rest of the way. So tonight, it should be a lot of fun as the Vikings take on the Bears only here on 97.5 Glory FM. It's time to kick off our coverage of Friday Night Football in North Georgia, and we begin with the kickoff now. 97.5 Glory FM. WGTJ Radio presents Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Welcome to the countdown to kickoff of tonight's game with the Longstreet Cafe pregame show. Let's go to the field for tonight's game on 97.5 Glory FM. And welcome once again to High School Football on 97.5 Glory FM live from Yono Field at Cherokee Bluff. It's a Region 8 Quad A battle along with Joe Gailey, Ron Poole, Gary Glenn, I'm Mike Warford. Back in our studio is producer Nathan Landy with a nice ball game as we bring you high school football at his very best here on 97.5 Glory FM. And this one will be a lot of fun, Joe. Should be. you got two two offenses two defenses that can put up some points and some and some yardage. Uh, so far this year, East Hall's averaging 311 yards a game. Um, Cherokee Bluffs right behind him at 271 yards a game. The big thing for East Hall, they've got to stop or neutralize Connor Hulsey. He's averaging 121 yards a game rushing. He's got nine TDs on the, on the season. And, uh, you know, as a team, they're rushing for 189 yards. So the run, while on the other side of the football, they're averaging uh, passing the ball. East Hall is 197 yards a game. So, you know, somehow or another, Cherokee Bluffs got to see how to neutralize the passing game and East Hall, the running game. So it'll be a fun game to watch for sure. Fun thing about Coach Jones telling me getting ready for game plan. He said, Mike, he said, it's like old-fashioned backyard football with the Harrison brothers. You got, he says, go deep. Exactly. You got one Harrison to the other, see what's going to happen. And can we keep up with this? Be the big question tonight. Exactly. You know, Jamarcus rushing the ball is averaging 59 yards rushing, but like I said, he's, he's averaging uh, 197, um, or yeah, 104. I'll get my numbers here and write in a second. Anyway, he's got 51% completion rate does Jamarcus and Javon is one of his targets got Jason Jones and Caden Daniels uh, Jason at 81 yards a game Caden at 54 Javon only at 38 but there's there's uh, four 10 touchdowns between those three guys well right there too you mentioned about what coach Jones said on the other hand coach Matt Turner of East Hall said we well, Mike we're going to use Jamarcus there as part of the offense running the football mm-hmm. too, and that's, that adds to the running game. That's got to be effective tonight. It does, and we saw him against North Hall, you know, and, and he he can run the ball, uh, and if you give him a little opening, he can slide in there. He's quick. Uh, he's got some speed on him when he gets in the open field. Uh, Lucas Pruitt is the running back, and you know he's only averaging 45, 50 yards a game running the ball, but uh, that takes the load off of Jamarcus. But the way the Vikings can spread it out, if they can get the opening on the edge, and that's where. 
uh, Cherokee Bluff's been pretty good defensively. Mm-hmm. He's on the edge this year. Those defensive guys on the ends for Coach Jones are, are pretty talented when you've got Jeremiah West and Jack Hamilton anchoring that line. It'll be interesting. Go down the sidelines, Gary Glenn. You see, it's senior night, Gary. That's right, and they are finishing up the recognition of the seniors here. It's always a big night for those folks. And I guess a little bit of bittersweetness going on there because they realize that you know, this is their high school career basically coming to an end before the home folks. Now, of course, depending on what happens tonight, they might can extend that season a little bit after the regular season. They are certainly hoping so, but they know that that has to start tonight, men, with the Vikings. If they lose tonight, they're pretty much done. Well, it's just about the same thing for the Bears, too, from that standpoint, because they've got the way the schedule is, Ron, you're going to love this. Next week, the Vikings are at home at Valhalla against North Oconee. Then they go on the road at Madison County, wrap things up, while the Bears have next week off, and they wrap things up in Bogart against North Oconee. Well, the schedule gets rough for both teams after the night. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure he's tall probably that, that, will, that will wind them up this year. Uh, and they're a young team and uh, have had some young struggles this year. And uh, Cherokee Bluff is uh, right now, you know, they're, they're just begging for help from some of their region friends. We'll tell you much more about that as Ron tells you about the standings. More. we got more as we count down to kickoff at the Longstreet Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. Give me an L, give me an O, give me an N. Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe, what you doing? I'm putting our cheer together for our tailgate season. Whether you're taking our home-cooked favorites to the game or eating with us afterwards, we've got something for everyone. So what can I do to help? Glad you asked, Mary. I need you to take care of our mascots. No, 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 wait. Thanks, Mary. And they'll need to stay at Cheer House, too. (sighs) She did it to me again. Longstreet Cafe with two Gainesville locations. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Are you thinking about buying or building a new home? There are several really good reasons you should make it an energy-efficient right choice home from Jackson EMC, including energy savings backed by two warranties, quality control built right into the home, and added value for the life of the home. It's all part of Jackson EMC's promise to provide the highest levels of comfort and energy efficiency. That's why a right choice home is the best choice for you, only from Jackson EMC. Dear Lord, we come to you this evening on behalf of all of our athletes, coaches, students, administrators, and fans of every school in this great area of ours. God, we ask that you would protect each one involved in our contest tonight, keeping them from injury. And it's our prayer that whatever's done tonight, whether it's coaching, playing football, playing an instrument, cheering, or simply offering encouragement, may it all be done with enthusiasm 
and something done for the Lord and not for men. May tonight's event honor and glorify our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's in His name we make this prayer. Amen. Welcome back to the Longstreet Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. Now to kick off of this ball game again, Gary, Ron, Joe, Mike with you back in the studio. Producing games will be giving us scores throughout the evening is Nathan Laddy as we bring you the very best here on 97.5 Glory FM. And guys, if you look at this one right here, yeah, it's a crosstown matchup, but these guys both got a win tonight. They do. Both of them, Ron's got a win. You know, you got uh, uh, one's three and three, one's one and four. If East Hall loses, they're out of the playoffs. Cherokee Bluff has to win to stay in the hunt for uh, getting in there and, well, and playing. Right right now, I think they're tied for fifth region with Cedar Shoals, but they hold them the tiebreaker over the Jaguars. So they want to win this one tonight. Right now, they're standing at, what, three and three? And yeah, Cherokee East, Bluff's three and three. And East Hall's one and four in the region, uh, three and five overall for the Bluff and two and five for the Vikings. But uh, – this is a must-win for Cherokee Bluff if they're going to win the because you you, you got to feel that they're <laughs> North Oconee's going to be heavily favored in that last game of the season. Yeah, and and that, and, and you know, and that they would finish four and four if they get this one tonight, right? And, and lose that one, and that might not get you in anyway. Yeah, it might not. But you know, if they don't win tonight, it's pretty much they're pretty much done. Um, this is a short series here. These guys have only only played three times. Uh, Bluff's got a 2-1 lead, including 34-20 last season. But uh, I think Joe and his, all the stats he threw at you, I mean, the Vikings, they're only averaging about 10 points in the region, so they're not scoring a lot. Right. And, and the, the Bluff, the Bears, they're giving up about 17. So uh, that's kind of a wash almost there. I, I think it's going to be whose offense shows up tonight, man. And who didn't turn it over? Well, yeah, all, that's always. Yeah, that's, that's kind yeah. of a given. Well, that's been a problem for East Tall's turnovers. Well, they've got two guys that between them, Sergio Soto's averaging 15 tackles per game. Aaron Brock's number two is seven tackles a game. So when a third of your tackles are coming from two guys, either they're the most active or they're, uh, they're, they're just really good. And I imagine it's both from that standpoint. Jeremiah West and Jack Hamilton, which is on either side, uh, one, Jack Hamilton's a defensive end. Jeremiah's a linebacker, and those guys are averaging around seven tackles per game, a little bit more even if you look at it from that angle. So, Well, yeah, and then uh, they got, uh, you know, the, the tackle, the, the linebackers are always active for every team, uh, Joe, and they uh, they always, uh, the, the, and that will be true for these two tonight. But uh, the, you know, what you try to do is get your uh, defensive lines uh, to try to to uh, get get some pressure, especially if you're Cherokee Bluff. You really want to get pressure on the passer because the team that throws it a lot, you want to hurry up his thought process. Well, and Harrison's you know, throwing the ball pretty good as I mentioned there earlier. You know, he's he's tossing it around pretty good and averaging around um, you know uh, 197 yards a game throwing the ball, and so. You know, they uh, they spread it around a lot, like to throw it. That's going to keep the defensive backs for uh, Landon Kemp, Ty Corbin, Underwood, and um, McCona, who's back tonight, very active tonight for the Cherokee Bluff Bears. Well, they'll be tired when this is over. Yeah, yeah, been, for sure. Been there, done that. Yep, exactly <clears> right. So it'll be a, uh, it's a big game tonight. Coach Matt Turner, they're two and five and one and four overall in eight four a. Uh, Lucas Pruitt uh, is the running back. Jamarcus Harrison, they lead those two guys leading the rushing. As I mentioned, Jones, Daniels, and Harrison 
Uh, and then Jamarcus averaging 51% on completion. And, uh, you know, it, it's, Connor Hulsey has been the offense for Cherokee Bluff this year a, a lot of ways. He's been average way over 100 yards. He's averaging over 121 yards a game right now, nine touchdowns. We've seen Connor three times so far, and I don't look for anything any different. Connor's just a strong runner. Yeah, and that, that'll keep East Hall really busy on defense because mm-hmm. uh, they've had a little problems this year really stopping anybody, uh, especially a good running team because they've, they've – uh, They've given up a, a, a lot of yards, and they've given up a few points, too. Mm-hmm. But yep. uh, if their offense can stay on the field and, and move the ball, it'll take a lot of pressure off the defense. Yeah. Well, and just hopefully they can do that tonight they, uh, for if you're if an East Hall fan, for sure. And, you know, we've seen Cherokee Bluff have some good uh, some good uh, drives. We've seen East Hall against North Hall have some good drives this year. So might just uh, come down to who keeps the ball longest. Well, we saw too early in the year the games we've seen with Cherokee, but they go that was good. With, with long drives from that standpoint. But you saw them play East East for South, how their defense just shut down the running attack at times yep. with the Broncos. It did. And so you don't know. Uh, and, and we had a little bit of a rain earlier, uh, nothing much at all, nothing like last week when uh, when Gary was trapped up there with us all night long in the booth at North Hall. But it uh, but had a had a little shower earlier, so if it's not as wet tonight, it's a lot it's, it's fairly cool and it's cooler than it was last week. So the little breeze is blowing tonight out of the northwest with that front blowing through. And uh, I noticed Gary had on his sweatpants or sweatshirt in Long Bridges tonight, so uh, he's already prepared for winter weather, I guess. Rather not be cold. Rather not be cold. Rather I hear not you. be cold. I, yeah. can, I figure if I get hot, I can take one of these things off. <laughs> if I get cold, I'm just cold. Well, I'm wearing my long pants, Mike, but I still have on my short sleeve shirt, my glory <laughs> shirt tonight, and and I'm, I'm wearing it proudly. And but I've got on my short sleeves because I, I I got a little warm in the press box last week. So Gary, how do you think the field condition will be? How slippery do you think it be, might be down there tonight? Well, you know, I when I had to come back up here for just a second, I noticed there's still a lot of water on the stands. So be careful, all those folks, if you're coming here, you're going to get here late, you listen to us coming into the game, be careful as you walk through the stands because they might get a little slick. So I can't help but wonder how that field is like that too. I'm sure there's some, you know, you can't see, of course, on this turf, you can't see standing water, but the, the surface itself might be a little slick. And we've seen that before, haven't we, on this turf? Yeah, yeah. well, this kind of turf, anyway. Last time we were here, we yeah. saw it. Well, last week you guys mentioned, of course, Gary was down there early. We didn't notice you could see a, a sheen on top of the turf at North Hall, and that created a lot of problems, especially for North Hall, early on in the game. We're coming up, things will continue. Counting down to kickoff with the Wall Street Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe. Mary, did you know Longstreet Cafe supports great programs like FCA? Northeast Georgia FCA is working to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. And they do a great job of making their mission work through the E3 strategy of making disciples who make disciples. I remember that from my days in school. Yeah, FCA has been around a while. Hey, now, find out more at ghcfca.org. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932. 
and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC Security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Now, back to the Longstreet Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. And counting down to kick off, now time for the starting lineups. Here's Joe Gailey. On the offensive side of the football, for Coach Tommy Jones, Cherokee Bluff Bears. At receiver, you have number eight, Braylon Jackson. And number six, Malcolm Millsap. The tight end will be number 20, Austin Essex. The tackles, number 73, Aiden Willis. And number 70, Caleb Williford. The guards, 57, Will Hanson. 53, Parker Walter. Center, number 56, Noah Davis. The quarterback will be number three, Asher Wilson. Fullback 47, Caleb Cooper. And the tailback, number 22, Connor Hulsey. And slot will come in. Landon Kemp will fill that role when they take a receiver out and put a slot in. He wears number two. Michael Arbor will be handling the kicking duties for the Bears this evening. On defense for East Hall, you'll have a 4-4-3 is the way it's listed on the shot on the, on the chart that Coach Turner sent us. Defensive ends, number 51, Aaron Brock. And number 88, Jace Poole. No defensive tackle, 70, Josh Jaramillo. And uh, 66, Jaden Mahaffey. Linebackers, number three, Caden Daniels. Eight, Sergio Soto. Four, Demarion Tatum. And number five, Cohen Bryant. Defensive backs, number 24, Bryson Burkhalder. And 34, Kamani Hester. The strong safety is number 16, Parker Worley. On the other side of the football for East Hall, on the offensive side, receiver, you got number three, Caden Daniels. 25, Jason Jones. 13, Jaden Hernandez, and 17, Caleb Reeves. Tackles, number 50, Kate, Jake Jones, and 54, Noah Lanford. Aaron Brock is number 51, and Kyle Mason, number 72. Those are the guards. The center, number 77, is Connor Brooks. The quarterback will be number one, Jamarcus Harrison, and the running back is number 23, Lucas Pruitt. The kicker for East Hall is number 13, Jaden Hernandez. On the defensive side of the football for Coach Tommy Jones' team, They'll run a 3-4. It's Nathan Richardson in the defensive end, number five. And Jack Hamilton will be the other defensive end, number 11. Nose tackles, number 60, Hudson Davis. Four linebackers, number 47, Caleb Cooper. 36, Jeremiah West. Seven, Rylan Ackerman. And 10, Connor Griffin. The cornerbacks are number 15, Tyler Underwood. And nine, Tanaka McCono. And the safeties, number 18, Ty Corbin. And number two, Landon Kemp. Coming up next on 97.5 Glory FM, we'll get the kickoff ready to go as Cherokee Bluff and East Hall on 97.5 Glory FM. Give me an L, give me an O, give me an N. 
Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe. What you doing? I'm putting our cheer together for our tailgate season. Whether you're taking our home-cooked favorites to the game or eating with us afterwards, we've got something for everyone. So what can I do to help? Glad you asked, Mary. I need you to take care of our mascots. No, 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 wait. Thanks, Mary. And they'll need to stay at Cheer House, too. <sighs> she did it to me again. Longstreet Cafe with two Gainesville locations. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. What's up with the hockey mask, David? Well, you said we were talking about Stanley Cups. Not that Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cups that everyone has gone crazy about. Oh, yeah. People do love those amazing cups. We have a great selection of bottles, mugs, and the popular 30-ounce tumbler. Yes, they've become a statement piece. Perfect for work, road trips, working out, and all occasions. Come see our selection at Autry's Ace. The perfect gift to give or keep. Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. No hockey puck required. This is Representative Lee Hawkins, your representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Celebrating 25 years of broadcasting the excitement of local high school football, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Jackson EMC, Duplicating Products, Riverside Pharmacy, EMC Security, Siphon Logistics, Autry's Ace Hardware, and by Representative Lee Hawkins. It's time for the kickoff of Friday Night Football in North Georgia on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. And we go directly down to midfield for the coin toss. And Ray McAllister and Rodney Beck. Ray is the referee tonight and Rodney's the umpire. They're giving the instructions to the captain's meeting in the middle of the field. Joe will go over those for you in just a moment. Let's see if we can listen in to Ray. I'm colorblind, so it's hard to say. Anyway, we're going to be talking to you all night long. When we ask for a captain, one of you please step forward, and we'll get this thing underway, okay? Gentlemen, I have a silver dollar. President Eisenhower is the head. The eagle on the back is tail. You're going to call the toss, correct? He's going to call the toss. You didn't come back. I didn't come back, did I? <laughs> All right. Call the toss. Heads or tails? Tails. He called tails, Mr. Beck. And it is a head. And it is heads. Give me my silver dog. So Chucky has won the toss. <laughs> so let me get my stuff out here and make sure we write everything down like we're supposed to. So Cherokee Bluff has won the toss. And you chose to defer? Sure. And you're going to kick from the clock. Sure. And that means you're going to receive, gentlemen. Yes, sir. So if you'll come over here and face that away and look real mean at them, y'all look real mean the other way. We'll get this show on the road. <laughs> I'm telling you. 
That was about the most entertaining coin toss we've had all year. You're you're never going to have more fun refereeing or at a game than you do with Ray McAllister. Well, he I'm, is, uh, yeah, and then the rest of the crew is <laughs> headline judges. Scott Leach, line judge Ricky Welchel, field judges Derobius Brown, side judges Stephen Caudell. On the electric clock is John Wichard, and on the play clock is Kenneth Osborne. And, uh, Joe, I believe you got the, the captains up I there. I do have the captains for East Hall. you got number four, Demarium Tatum, number seven, Jacob Christian, number tw- 23, Lucas Pruitt, number 51, Aaron Brock, Cherokee Bluff, it was number one, Ryan Graves, number three, Asher Wilson, number 22, Connor Hulsey, and number 70, Caleb Williford, as you heard him talking down there, Cherokee or East Hall lost the toss. They called one way and it went the other. So Cherokee Bluff won the toss, elected to defer. East Hall will get the first kickoff for tonight's Region 8 4A contest. Get the picture now. East Hall all in white, white tops, white bottoms, white helmets with a Viking logo, it appears, or an EH on the top there, Ron. You might can help me. Big black numerals and black stripe down the pants. Cherokee Bluff, white helmets with the bear paw on the top in purple, purple jerseys and gray pants with the big white numbers on the jerseys. You don't know really how big Caleb Williford is at 6'6", 282, you stand right beside him. And you got to do that a minute ago, and he's, a lot, he's twice your size. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at him right in the bottom of his numbers. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big boy That's right there. That's a big boy right yes, there. Yes, sir, it is. Yeah. All right, Michael Arbor. And it, it's odd looking at the, you know, for a long time I, I spotted from my brother-in-law at East Hall, and they had those black helmets. It looks yeah. funny seeing them little white helmets. Michael Arbor is kicking off for just Cherokee Bluff. Back deep is Caney Williams for East Hall, along with number three, Caden Daniels. We are about to tee it up and go, as toe will meet leather right now. Long high kickoff on the right side of the kick. Drives, no, went off his fingertips back into the end zone, and he will take the... Touchback. Touchback right there, and they'll come out to their 20-yard line. The force of the kick carried it in the end zone, so that's automatic touchback in high school ball. Caden had his hands up above his head. He did touch it, but it doesn't matter. If the force of the kick carries in the end zone, it's automatic touchback in high school ball. He's tall. have it first and 10. You'll have Jamarcus Harrison, the quarterback, behind his center, Connor Brooks, more than likely being the shotgun. He is. He's got four wide receivers. Ball's on the far hash mark. Wide receivers stacked one on top of another, two on each side. One out outside, the numbers on the far side, one in the hash marks over here. Pruitt on the left, he'll move from his quarterback. Harrison looks, looks, throws it deep over the corner, almost intercepted by Landon Kemp. Boy, right there. He threw that one in double coverage. Yeah. That was risky. Number two, Levi Kenny, it looked like, was the intended receiver, yeah. number two. And Landon was right in front of him, stuck his hands up there and almost came down with it for an interception on yep. the first play of the game. Yep. Yeah, and Hernandez was over there in the area too. So it, you, it's, uh, I think, I don't think he really intended to have two guys in the same area. You know, and Harrison had to feel that shotgun snap with one hand. Did you notice that? Yep, caught it up there and brought it down. Had plenty of time to pass it. Now you got three on this side, one on the far receiver-wise. Harrison's going to toss it over to Pruitt. Pruitt going to get eat up in the backfield by number 47. Caleb Cooper stopped yeah. him for a yard loss. I think the I think the Bluffs a little angry about that game last week. They, they knew they had a shot at that one. Boy, if they, if they could have won that one, this would have put a spin on things, wouldn't it? It would have yeah, changed sure. the script considerably. Third down, 12 yards to go. Ball's on the 18. Got to get to the 30. 
Harrison with four wideouts on the near hash mark this time. Pruitt's over on his right. Three man, one guy slips over to the far side. Now Pruitt goes in motion. Harrison looking, got pressure. Rolls around to the far side, looking, throws it right in the middle. Almost intercepted. He came out of nowhere, number 15, 15 right there, and almost intercepted that. That was Tyler Underwood. Yeah, 5'11", uh, 155 DB. Got one hand on it, number 15 did, as they came through. But what that's going to mean is a three and out for the Vikings right off the bat. You know, Harrison is impressive. Though. His his quickness and his speed make some things happen, but he's made some, say, shall we say, questionable decisions on passes that he's thrown so far. Well, you know, he came close to getting picked off. Yeah, and the, the coverage has been real tight. Jaden Hernandez back to kick. Ty Corbin back to catch it right on the 50-yard line. Hernandez gets it, gets the kick off barely. Ooh. He was under pressure. That one's going to come down around the 38 and bounce, take a favorable pass for East Hall and roll outside the 45 down to the 49, but still on the East Hall side of the 50 yeah. with 10.53 left yeah, here the, in the first. Yeah, the Bears will start in plus territory. 31-yard punt, but no return. But they, you There's call that one accurate. They had the bums rush on that time, and they get really close to blocking that punt. He was really close. If it hadn't been a good snap, I believe it had got blocked that time. Luckily, it was a good snap for East Hall. And he got a good roll, which made the, yeah. the math work out okay. Asher Wilson, he's your quarterback. Cooper and Hulsey are your running backs. They'll split out on either side, so it's an, an empty set. Wilson will take the snap. You've got three wideouts. He'll go to the, no, that was 18 that were there that time. Threw it back over to Wilson. Wilson, long pass, complete, down to number 10, number 6, Malcolm Millsap on the little flea flicker as it went from Ty Corbin was a direct snap, flipped it over to a man, the quarterback, Asher Wilson, who was in motion from a receiver position to a long pass, complete, down to the 10, 9-yard line. So what is that? By that 40-yard pass completion. And, and he had to leave. He had to leave his feet to catch it. If not, he was beat. The defensive yep. back was beat. That was six. But as it is, it's first and goal from the nine. And it took a while for that to develop. So it... uh, under center is Asher Wilson. And you got some guys moving on East Hall line. And I think he might be on the offensive. Now it's going to be offside on East Hall. Yeah. So it'll be a five-yard penalty. And it'll be first and goal from the four now. Enjoy that play right there. That's what cost White County. Against Wesley, remember that same pass went for a yep. touchdown yep, that's right. and defeat the Warriors. Had that guy, the Division One guy, that's going up some big school, Syracuse, and, and he he had a little flea flicker thing there and threw it down and caught it. So first and goal at the four four Cherokee Bluff, trying to score. We're at the nine fifty mark, early here in the first quarter. One man in motion, going to hand off to Hulsey. Hulsey is going to go in. Did he make it in? Touchdown! Rolled over a man from the one into the end zone for a touchdown for Cherokee Bluff. Yeah, they're going to. Uh, East Hall's going to try to make the case that his knee was down, but what he did, he rolled over the top of Demarion Tatum yep. and never touched the ground until he got into the end zone. He landed kind of on his back on top of Tatum, Gary, and rolled into the yep. end zone. Yeah. Well, now you've got Michael Arbor is the kicker. The long snapper Jeremiah West and the holders Garrett Hyder. The hole is good. The kick is up. It's good. 7 nothing Bears with 9.43 left in the first. And we're back in one minute live in Cherokee Bluff on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. 
Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedearsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Houston, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. And the kick comes back. Daniels will let it go over his head, landed right on the goal line and bounced through the end zone for another touchback. That was another good long kick by Arbor that time, fellas. Yeah. Got a good and strong that's a, leg. That's, that's always a, a weapon in high school. It is. I got here a little early and was watching uh, Arbor and, and one of the underclassmen kickers kick down here to our left. And Cherokee Bluff goes from left to right here, east off from right to left. And they were hitting from 38 and 40 yards all day long down there in warm-ups. So first and 10 for the Vikings. Vikings will come up. Jamarcus Harrison in the backfield. He's in the shotgun with Pruitt over to his right. Three wideouts on the far side, one on the near side. Throws a screen out to the far side. Incomplete. Threw it right at his feet over there. Wow. Yeah, he was wide open. I don't know what was, what he was thinking. Yeah. That. But he at just least didn't he have enough in, on it. Yeah. yeah, at least he threw it in front of him, not behind him. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Jones was intended receiver, and Jason was right there wide open. He just didn't get it out there to him. And the defense was in the area, too. I don't think he would have gained a lot if he catches it. All right, so the ball's still in the middle of the field at the 20. Two wide outs on either side. Pruitt's still in the backfield. Cherokee Bluff cheating up a man. They got five, six on the line right there. Going to fake it. Pruitt going to give it over here. Jason Jones catches it, and he's going to be knocked down for about a yard loss. Good, good open field tackle is number 10. Comes up there and hits him. That's Connor Griffin along yeah, with Landon and, and Kemp. The, and the, the blocker just missed him. Yeah. I mean, just missed just missed the tackler. If he gets if he gets the block, he gains five or six yards easy. Jamarcus Gary, if you notice, Jamarcus, as he's coming back, he tripped up his running back, Lucas, as he's coming through. The Lucas got the gut at uh, Jamarcus's toe and tripped right there in front. So good thing he got the pass off or it might have been a, a guy coming through there defensively to hit him. And good to see Connor Griffin back from the concussion protocol. Yes, it is. Four, four wideouts, two on either side. Pruitt in motion coming over to the near side. Oh, it's going to be missed in the backfield. Marcus Harrison got to pick it up, throw it at the last minute over a receiver's head incomplete. But, man, that, that snap went off his hand. He had to get it yeah. and ram, ramble to his right and throw it. Yeah. Jason Jones was yep. the guy he tried to, or threw it in his direction yeah, anyway. Yeah, exactly, in his direction. Nowhere close to the receiver, but at least in his direction, so he didn't get called for grounding. But now you're behind the chains. It's fourth and almost 12. Well, so same same situation they had a couple of minutes ago. You no, know, they but, did that a minute ago when he threw that when He almost missed it in the first set of downs, and he missed that one right there. So you've got Jaden Hernandez. He is the kicker. See if they got the block on again. Ty Corbin will be back standing at about the 48. They're coming again right there in the middle and almost got it. That's a better kick. Yep. Ty, off of Ty Corbin's hand fills it at the 49 and out of bounds around the 45. Number 17 for East Hall runs him out. Caleb Reeves got senior night here at uh, Cherokee Bluff. Recognized the senior cheerleaders and football player before the game. There's 21 football players. A lot of them are starters. That's about a 36-yard punt with no return. And, and they line people up on, a, on each side. They have the fans behind the press box. Mm-hmm. And the players all came out and walked between the lines of applauding fans. That's going to make you feel pretty That's good neat. right there. That's neat. All right, Cherokee Bluff has it on the East Hall 44. 
Man in motion, going to hand off to Hulsey. Hulsey across the 40, 35, down to the 30, the 25, the 20. He'll go to the house. Oh, he got pushed out at the last second. Touchdown. Oh, he, got, he got in before he, he he got pushed by an East Hall player, but he dove the same time he got pushed, and his body took him across the pylon for the touchdown. That's a 46-yarder, and you know, and Hosey showed some speed when yes, he, he turned did. that corner, didn't he? Huh? From, the, from the 30 down to about the 10, and that East Hall D-back finally caught up and gave him a shove, and he was almost there. He just stretched it out across in less than four minutes. Yeah, he was. Hosey was beating the angle of the pursuers till that very last minute, but it didn't matter. Shoved sure. him into the end zone. Cherokee Bluff ran a man on late. Michael Arbor will there to kick, uh, hold the snap. Up, and it is good. 14-0, Cherokee Bluff. And we're back in one minute from Flyer Brands at Yona Field here on 97.5 Glory FM. For many of us, purchasing a home is the largest investment we will make in a lifetime. It's so important to know the home you are buying will be comfortable and energy efficient all year. And that is exactly why Jackson EMC created the Right Choice Program. Right Choice homes are built from the ground up and guaranteed to provide comfort and energy savings. And that's something we can all appreciate. Right Choice Homes. Energy efficient, guaranteed, and only from Jackson EMC. Change can be bad or change can be good. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. Let Duplicating Products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. Kick is back about a yard short of the end zone this time. Caden Daniels will bring it out to 10, 15. Gets across about to the 17, 16 or 17 yard line before being brought down. He might have been better off just let it go in the end zone. It I think was, it would have. He got three or four more yards if he had, that's for sure. Roland Ackerman on the kick coverage team, number seven. He does that a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. Ackerman comes running down the field on the kick coverage and makes some stops. He's that, he's that wild man just he comes the head down there, the headhunter. Yep, exactly. So East Hall have it here on the near hash mark. Jamarcus Harrison checks his wristband to see, make sure he's got the play. Five wideouts, two on the near side. Empty backfield, three on the far side. Jamarcus. Takes the snap from Brooks. Looks, throws it over to the end and out of the hands of Caden Daniels. The de- defense uh, was right on him, though, wasn't it, Gary? Yeah, if, if, I hadn't, uh, if I hadn't had my clipboard and my, and my microphone, I could have made that interception right there. <laughs> came right to me just yeah, about. Yeah, tip pass drill right there to you, yeah. Coming right, so second down now, 10 yards to go. He's tall. Just, you know, the, I think what, I, he's tall receivers act like they're hearing footsteps. Yeah. I don't. I, I mean, it hit him right in the hands, and that yep. was a real short pass. And he didn't. He didn't really zip it or anything like that. That's just a drop by the receiver. Yeah, that's not on the quarterback right there. Harrison with Pruitt behind him this time. Four wideouts now. Pruitt moves over to his left. Then the shotgun. He gets the snap. Hands off to Pruitt. Pruitt trying to break through some tackles. Gets out to the twenty. So he gets about a three-yard gain. It'll be third down and seven now. And that's the first positive play for East it Hall is. tonight. It is. Nathan Richardson on the stop, yeah, but he still gives you third and pretty long, third and a uh, good seven. Mm-hmm. Third and seven. You've got uh, Hernandez, Reeves split out to one side. You've got Parker Worley in the game now as a receiver. Four wideouts, two on either side. Puts Pruitt in motion. 
Harrison takes it, looks to pass. Pressure from this side. Flushes him to the far side, looking to throw. Throws it at the last second. Caught his man in and out of his hands. That, that would have been a first down. Yes. Yeah, and that was that was a catchable ball, too. That was, uh, uh, that Levi was Kenny. Kenny. Yeah, Levi Kenny, number two again. And that was catchable as he was sliding towards the sideline, as Ron said. And he probably should have caught it, but I don't know how that affects you. Well, when you're sliding well, down, uh, so yeah. Sometimes though, you look and see where your feet are, and not keeping your eye on the ball. A minute three on the possession this time. Man, East Hall just can't get any ball control. They don't have that that big of a running game. Can't get it opened up. They'll have to punt again as Hernandez is back standing at his five. And the, the line of scrimmage. He, he's he's giving himself a little more cushion this time. He's pretty mm-hmm. deep punt formation here. They've almost got it the last two times. Corbin back at the midfield stripe. Well, only one man, and he gets blocked. Well, that's not a good punt at all. That one will land about the 36, but it was out of bounds. bounds. So let's see where it will spot it at. They're going to keep marching from the 36 up to, whoa, 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 up to the 31. That's an 11-yard punt. Might as well have gone for it. Either that or told him to rush again. He's he's had some good punts with him rushing on him. So uh, either way, not not a good punt. That one just just went a little sideways. It went way out of bounds real real early. So So it's 14-0 here at Cherokee Bluff on top of East Hall. If I got the score right, Joe, it's Cedar Shoals and Chesapeake tied at 7. And it is Madison County on top of East Versailles, 6-0 in the first. Go War Eagles. First and 10 at the 31 of East Hall. And flip-flop the tight end in slot. Come over to the near side. Hulse is beside his run back. Going to get off to Kemp. The Kemp sweeps to this side. 30, 25, down to the 22. Brought down right there, number eight, Sergio Soto makes the tackle. Just short of the first down. Got about nine out of it, so it'll be second down one. That's the first time they've had to flip the down marker for mm-hmm. it is, people up tonight. Yep, you're right, you're right. Second down, one yard. Sat the seven-minute mark exactly now. We've played five minutes, 14 to nothing, as Mike said. Cherokee Bluff. Two wideouts, one on either side. One guy's a tight end out there. They're going to come look the pass, throw a little lob pass over the top. Threw it too long for his intended receiver, receiver Malcolm Millsap. Well, well he got enough air under it. He just only the only one that could catch it was Millsap. Right. right. He, he was he was pretty well covered by Bryson Burkhalter, the DB, the senior for the Vikings that time. And, and yeah, you're right. He put a little too much air under it. It's out of his reach. Millsap was the one with that long catch a while ago that helped set up the TD. Millsap sprints from this side to the other to get set into receiver position. Now they're set over there, him and Braylon Jackson. And a handoff to Hulsey. Hulsey across the 20, fights his way down to about the 16. It'll be another first down. Met by a host of white jerseys right there. One of those guys is Soto again. Number three was another, Caden Daniels. Linebackers for the Vikings. First down at the 16 now for Cherokee Bluff. Setback is Hulsey. And then you've got uh, Cooper at the fullback behind him. One man is a wide out on the far side. That's going to be A.J. Schultz. They're going to hand off to Cooper. Cooper's going to go across the 15, down to about the uh, 12 it looked like. Maybe got about five yards before being pushed back by a host of white jerseys. But the Cherokee Bluff is definitely controlling the line of scrimmage. Cooper averaging... About 25, 30 yards a game. Doesn't carry much, but he, a good distraction is a big body of fullback in there to, to do some good blocking and get the ball occasionally. He got yeah. uh, four, three yards right there. Yeah, and uh, also gives you running back a little bit of a rest for a mm. player, too. Wide out on either side. Cooper and Hulsey in the backfield. Wilson, Hulsey in motion. Going to hand off. And Asher 
He's going to keep it himself, I believe. Did. Yeah, no, kept it himself right there. Good, good fake. I thought that the Sam Jarrett back had it, but they got him tackled and only got about a yard gain. It'll be yeah. third and about uh, five now. Yeah, uh, Sam Jarrett got it, saw, saw the play right away, and he put him on the ground. And Azon Morrison also helped with that particular play. So it's third and five. Looks like it's third and five from right at the 11-yard line. Two wideouts, single back. Pitch back to Hulsey. Hulsey, 10, 5. Got a shooting for the corner. Makes it. We got a flag. Got a flag. Back at the 8-yard line by the side judge. He's in for the touchdown, but let's see what the call is. With 4.53 here in the quarter. Side judge is going to come over. I'm guessing it's going to be an illegal block or something yeah. on Cherokee Bluff. Yeah, holding. holding yeah. So that will negate the touchdown. They'll bring it back. He had smooth sailing. And when they when the net wide open fellows going in the end zone, there probably was a hold or an illegal block somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh, somebody was, was get breaking free. You know, oh, oh, can't let him get there. Yeah. Well, that would have been Holsey's third touchdown. Yeah. Right. He's got one from four and one from 46. Behind the sticks for the first time. Backs him up. To the, I believe that's their first penalty. It, it is. is. Back to the 18-yard uh, line. It'll be third down and about 12. they got to get down to the six for the first down. Two wideouts, three, two on the far side. Hosey beside his quarterback. Asher comes to this side looking to throw. He throws a little lob pass in the middle. Intercepted in the end zone yeah. by East Hall. Well, they needed that. Yes, sir. That was number 18. It 16. looks like Peyton Lou Allen. Uh, was it 16 or 16. 16? Yeah. Parker right, 16 is Parker Worley. The yeah. strong safety or the only safety intercepted that one. Went up high and got it just about a yard two in the end zone for a big break for the East Hall Vikings. Well, he bobbled it a little bit, but he, he, as he was going down, he clutched it to his chest and maintained control. Interception Vikings on the touchback, back to the 20. Again, how big was that penalty? Uh, yeah, exactly, Mike, exactly. That, that penalty you know, took away seven. If they what? go down and score, that's a 14-point turnaround. And, right and Wilson threw that one into a crowd, man. Yeah, he did. Jamarcus looks the pick, going to pitch it over to Pruitt. Late Pruitt across the 20. Now he got some uh, 25. Now they got a first down. That's their first first down of the evening, I believe, Ron, after the it 31. Is. It's, yeah, it's definitely the first that's first down. That's their 10th play of the game. <laughs> And it's the longest play from scrimmage tonight for East Hall. And they got 11 on it right across the 30 out to about the 30. Well, they put it back right at the 30s where they're putting yeah. it at now. Gave Rylan Ackerman a little bit of a ride on that one, didn't yeah, he? He did. Pruitt behind him. Three wideouts on one side, one on the far. Ball's on the far hash mark. Harrison looks, finds Daniels on the end. Daniels dropped it again. He's having a bad night. Yeah, that is. check his gloves. Yeah, there's two <laughs> drops by Caton. Yep. One that went to him that he couldn't have got that was at his knees. I think like, he was looking to see where he was going to run before he secured it that yeah, time. A, a, a common but not a good idea. That's one of those Joe Gailey mistakes. They're going to run with it before you catch it, right? Yeah. Well, and both times he's been pretty open. I mean, there's not really been any pressure on him. Second and ten now, 417 and a quarter. Three wideouts on the, on the near side. Jamarcus has it. Now he's looking, going to keep it himself. Fake, good pitch. In fact, it came to this side and good tackle right there by number 36, Jeremiah West, for about a two-yard game, it looked like, and now I've got the hiccups. You know, th- one thing about Jeremiah West, I looked on the on the depth chart, he is the number one long snapper as well. Yes, I believe you're correct on that. Yes, Jeremiah's long snapper. Third down. 
Third down, about seven yards to go. Ball is sitting on the 33. They've got to get to the 40. Three's tall. That's the best field position run they've had tonight. Yeah, it is. 342 and it's, it's a big third down play here, too. Four wideouts, ball in the near hash mark. Harrison waiting on the snap, puts Pruitt in motion to the near side. He takes it, looks to pass, got a man on him, threw it late, right over the top, yeah, and if, too if, long. If he throws it accurate, he's got a big play. Well, he, if he, he had to throw it a little early there, Gary, I yeah, believe, because that guy was all over him. Well, that was, a, that was a broken route or something because he threw it in the middle of his intended receivers, but they were both about 10 yards from the ball. Mm-hmm. And that was chasing Jones, the closest guy to it. If, if he if – he, he had two guys that were fairly open. If he gets it to them, again, it's a big play. Exactly. That's what I mean. I, I think one of them should have zigged instead of zagged on that one. Hernandez is your kicker. He stands at the 19, so he's got a little breathing room this time as far as from the end zone. Ty Corbin is the receiver back at the 35. No pressure at all. Good kick this time. Yeah. He's going to hit at the 43 and bounce sideways out of bounds to about the 41. That would be the first time tonight that we played on that side of the field. Yep, Cherokee Bluff will have it on their own 41. As Ron said, the first time tonight they've had the ball to start a possession on their side of the 50. It's still only a 26-yard punt. 3.17 left in the first quarter. Cherokee Bluff leads it 14 to nothing. The cheerleaders with their signs make some noise, and the crowd obliges, especially the student section. Yeah. With a little purple shakers. On these other punts, he got a good roll out of it, except for the one where he just shanked it. But on that one, it, it hit guys and kicked to the side. Yeah, to the side, right out, straight out of bounds. Yeah. Two wideouts on the far side. One guy in a slot. Going to hand off to Hulsey. Hulsey tries to dip and dodge and go inside and got about. Well, to the they pick him up. They literally pick him up. Got to the 46, so he got five yards. Well, but like Ron said, here. looked like a couple of East Hall Vikings picked him up and drove him back. I mean, I mean, they literally had him completely off the ground. Carrying him like couldn't be like the East Hall, uh, like the Georgia boy who just picked him up and held his hand, held him up last year, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it looked like a couple of EMTs <laughs> carrying some. Second down, five yards to go. One wide out, two wide outs. What Landon Kemp on this side, and you've got Malcolm Millsap on the other. You're going to give it to up to Hulsey. Hulsey across the 50 for the first down, down to the 47 yard line of East Hall. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing about Connor Hulsey. You better wrap him up because yeah. arm tackles are not going to get a job done. He broke about two or three at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he's Got strong. that first down. He's, he's strong and, and can get through the line in a hurry. Cooper will come back in the game. He's coming in for Nathan Richardson, who's been in in a slot. Landon Kemp going to the far side. Braylon Jackson on the near side. You've got a single-eye formation behind the quarterback that's under center. Asher, hand off to Hulsey. Trying to open a slot. Good job by East Hall that time to come up and tackle him around the 45. Looked yeah. like that was number uh, number 51, Aaron Brock. Yeah, yeah number four. The Marion Tatum. Yeah. Tatum yeah. grabbed him first around the waist, yeah. and Brock came up to finish him off. But that was good. That was good defense by East Hall that time. They only yeah. gave up a couple of yards. The, uh, Brock, a defensive end, and Tatum, a linebacker, on the stop. For East Hall. Yeah, but that shows you how good a job the offensive line is doing. They grab him right away, and they still got two yards. 143, second down, eight yards to go for the Cherokee Bluff Bear. Under center was Wilson, gave off to Hulsey. Hulsey across the 40, down to about the 39-yard line. Updating the scoreboard, guys, real quick. At the end of one quarter, Lumpkin County on top of White County, 7-0. It's scoreless at LJ after one quarter with Dawson County and Gilmer. That White-Lumpkin game is a big one, isn't it, Michael? 
big time. Undefeated. Lumpkin County looking to remain undefeated for the first time since 1967. Gary Jefferson Dragons leading Loganville 14 to 7 in the first. We'll see Loganville next week against Flyer Branch. The, per, the the team that ended that streak for Lumpkin County back in 67. Yeah. White County. Third down, three yards to go. Helen off to Hulsey. Hulsey's got the three, four, five, driving across the 30, all the way down to about the 27 yard line. They carried people with him. Yep. Nice job. They opened up a nice little hole behind Davis and Waldorf that time and was able to get the first down for the Bears. Boy, as opposed to last week, this first quarter here has lasted for a long time. Yeah, throwing it well because Esau is throwing it every day. That's right. And, yep. and incomplete pass to stop the clock. First down 10 at the 26. Caught the 27. Flip-flop the tight end from one side to the other. That's Richardson. Pitch back to Hulsey. Hulsey. 25, got a man, meets him head on and gets another yard or two after he meets him head on. That was number 24. I think it was 24. Yeah, it was. Bryson Burkhalter that he met head on and got another yard or two. He's down to the 22 and a half. Second down, about five yards to go. That's going to end the quarter, I think. I don't yep. think they're going to get another They're not. Playoff. They're coming to 4-3-2-1. That'll end your first quarter. Cherokee Bluff with the lead, 14 to nothing. And back in the second quarter, one minute for Cherokee Bluff on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. And back here at Cherokee Bluff, second quarter of play. Guys, it started out too easy for you for Cherokee Bluff in a way. It's been a much different ballgame. Been, been a lot different ballgame since the four-minute mark. Esau came up with a big interception. The FCA scoreboard here, what I'm looking at in the first quarter, Madison County 14, East for South 7. Big game over in Danielsville this evening. Second down, Cherokee Bluff driving going from right to left now. Second down in five. High formation, flip-flopping the tight end and a slot man to the far side. Asher takes it, looking to pass. Throws a lob pass over the top, looking for Malcolm, or excuse me, for Braylon, just over his head, incomplete. Uh, Threw it out of of bounds. Yeah, a little bit too much air under that one, but he he was open, and the idea was good. Well, again, as Gary said a little while ago, he was throwing it to the only place, to the place that only his receiver had the chance to catch it. You know, if it, go back to that Madison County East for side. If you don't have the personnel to, to defense that triple option, well, that's what can happen to you. Yeah, that's totally well. Evidently, Cedar Shoals showed some quickness last week and shut it down enough. They didn't really shut it down. It's still scored 36. Eye formation again for Cherokee Bluff. Two wides on this side. And off to Hulsey. Hulsey trying to find the gap. East Hall wrapped him up about two yards into the run. 
And about got down to about the 18. Yeah, nice think, job that time. Yeah, by. East Hall st- strung it out enough to get everybody there. They Tatum had grabbed him around the waist again, wasn't it? Yeah, it looked like Tatum and Burkhalter that time. Mm-hmm. It knocked him down. Fourth down, about a yard to go now. They're going to go for it. It looks like, yes, oh, they yeah. are. They're in the eye. They, you know, the, and, and Coach Jones told us last time we commented on that. That's their base formation. Oh, they're going to go. Asher snuck it up there across the 15. He goes down to the 13, and they'll stand him up right there. Yeah. So he got the first down, about uh, three yards to spare. Yeah, and they, they do what's known in the common parlance as the tush push. <laughs> they got behind him and shoved him over the line for that first down. Yeah, and he, they said he had some big old a, guys pushing him, too. They said there was going to be a little uh, rules clarification on the pro and college level before next season, I understand, about the tush push. Uh, of course. Yeah. Find something that works, they're going to take it away. Guys, quick score update for you. In the second quarter, we're all tied. White County, Lumpkin County. Hussey into the end zone. Touchdown, 13 yards away. Went off the right side behind Waldrop and, and was Willis un- and Essex. was untouched. Yep, he bounced off that side on the far side over there and got in for the touchdown, 20 to nothing now for the Bears. I think they're going to give him credit for 14 on that. 14? Job. Yeah, it was just it was right at the 14-yard line. But anyway, that's his third touchdown of the night. Four yards, 46 yards, and 14 yards. Yeah, and, that's, and that's all of the touchdowns for the bluff so far. Michael Arbor stands at the 10. Jeremiah West to Hyder. Kick is up, and it is good. 21-0 Bears. And back more action from Cherokee Bluff in one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. It's been a while, Crocodile. What are you thinking about, David? I'm trying to describe how long it's been since Steel was offered a sale on some of their finest equipment. Right now, we're able to offer discounts on selected gas and battery-powered steel equipment. That's amazing, and the timing is perfect. Come by today and see our huge selection of steel products, the number one selling brand of chainsaws and full line of power tools, including blowers, trimmers, and tools. Autres Ace Hardware on Thompson Ridge Road in Gainesville. Michael Arbor back to kick. 10.51 left in the second quarter. He'll kick off to Daniels and to Williams. Comes down this time on a couple of bounces to Williams. He misses it, picks it up at the 10, 15, 20. So goes outside, got a flag from way behind everything oh, wow. on this side. And he got out to about the yeah, that's 25. One those, that's one of those blocks in the back on the other side of the field yep. that didn't have to happen. Yep, came the flag came from way over here. The action was way, it was probably... What, 40 yards away, Ron, and yeah. had the flag over there, so we got a block in the back against I mean, it was pretty. It was pretty obvious, yep. but, well, I mean, you, it, it had, it was, you know, wasn't even in the same area code with the play. Well, <laughs> you know, when you, the old a is that if, if you can't see it, you can't call it, but if you do see it, even where you, wherever you are. That's right. If you can see it, you can call <laughs> it. Exactly right. Yeah. Guys, let me correct one quick score. At the end of one quarter now, I got the information. It is Cedar Shows 7, Cherokee of uh, Chesapeake 3. 7-3 seven, three Cedar Shows after one. All right, so after the penalty on East Hall, that will push him back from the 25 or so back to the 
15. Yep, that's where Rodney Beckel set it down. So it'll be first and 10 to 15 for the Vikings. Well, one thing the Vikings don't need after you know, getting in the hole 21 nothing is to do that kind of stuff. Right. right. No. They need to work they start, here. Start right under their own goal post practically. Uh, and you look like Lou, uh, is that Lou Allen in the game now, Peyton? Yeah. Yep. They're going to hand. Going to they can give off to Pruitt. Up Pruitt's going to get about a couple of yards. Is about all he got that time. Uh, up to about the 17. Yeah. I don't know who to give the credit to that tackle because he just ran into a whole purple wall yep. right there. Peyton Lou Allen now in at quarterback for the Vikings. He handed off to Pruitt. Pruitt got two yards to be second down and eight at the 17 yard line. Just got another correction from Chester Teeth. They're getting to give us wrong scores. 10-7 now. Cedar shows the top of the chest. Tessie. Four wideouts. Three on the near side. Putting Pruitt in motion. Lou Allen to look in the throw. Throws it behind his sprinting receiver. He's yeah. trying to go to Chasing Jones again right there and short behind him. Well, I don't, uh, that's one of those things that you might be a crisp night and hadn't played, practiced in the cooler weather yet, and it might be having an effect well, on you know, the arms. You know, the, the thing about – Chasing Jones, he's been targeted several times and has no catches. Well, and also they're hurrying their passes. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, know, I know Cherokee lost putting some pressure on them, but I, I don't think it's warranted to, to hustle it up that much. Yeah, well, you, you, what you want to do is speed up their thought process. Third down, eight yards to go. Lou Allen back to pass, throws it in the middle. Complete this time. To number three, Caden Daniels, and Caden's going to have a first down down across the 30. And that was a great so, pass right there. That was a bullet pass, and Caden brought it in and got the first down to and they 34. got a third down conversion. Yeah, got right. a third down conversion and a really nice pass by Peyton Lou Allen. Threaded the needle, Ava Osario for the Bears on the stop. Out, balls out to the 33, 34, to 35, the nose of the football is. We are at the 940 mark here in the second quarter. Cherokee Bluff in a three-down lineman set, three-three and five guys back there. Throw it again, tip drill. Yeah, he threw that one in the crowd. Caden Daniels and Caden had to jump up. Luckily, no purple jerseys there to pick it off as he got tipped. Well, there was there was plenty in the area. This wasn't in the right spot. Right. So Peyton New Allen come in and it is second down now, ten yards to go. Jefferson 21-7 over Loganville. I think Mike told you that one a few minutes ago on the FCA scoreboard. Second down, 10. Three wideouts, four wideouts now. One on the far side for East Hall ball. Now we've got a timeout called by East Hall and Coach Matt Turner. We'll take a timeout, too. We're back in 30 seconds with the bluff here on 97.5 Glory FM. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. And back here with more scores on the FCA scoreboard. Again, correction, they've got it twice now. It is Cedar Shows 10, 10 Chesapeake 7. Also, you've got 7 7 Lumpkin County and White County. Still scoreless over in LJ with Dawson County and Gilmer. East Hall, second down 10 now after the timeout. 9.28 in the quarter. Lou Allen Moses running back over to his right. Four wideouts, two on either side. Lou Allen, look, pressure, throws it, complete. 
Right over there, it looked like Jason Jones caught that one, yeah. wasn't it? It was. His first catch tonight. That was one of their best patterns of the night, yeah. guys. He ran it a little yeah. out, patterned him out, and towards the sideline. And it was a perfect throw. Right. Got an 11-yard gain and a first down. That's the third, third first down. Vikings moving the ball now. Down to the 46-yard line down, 9-16 in the quarter. Three down linemen. Backers coming up for Cherokee Bluff. Lou Allen looks. Those to the other side. In and out of the hands. And there again, number 23 looked like he was going to catch it. And it well, he, through his hands. he had somebody right on top of him. He would have he would have given yardage back if he catches it. Another update for you, Joe. From Chesapeake is now 17-7. Cedar shows at City Park. Gainesville League shallow 17-0. 14-7 Lumpkin up in Dahlonega, according to the scoreboard I'm looking at. I'll tell you in a moment. All right. Second down, 10. Ball's on the 46. He's tall, trying to move the ball right now. Nine minutes exactly here in the second quarter. Lou Allen hands off to Pruitt. No yardage at all as Pruitt got swamped right there at the line and of scrimmage. He, he struggled by to hang on to the ball, too. Yes, he did. Number 10, Connor Griffin, one of the linebackers, came up there and helped drive him down there, Gary. Yeah, and that was who the screen pass was intended for on the last play. That's Chris Griffin's son, 5'10", 185, Connor. Give you a little interesting stat for our listeners out there. You know, if you heard with the uh, scoreboard last week, I'll, I'll finish that statement in a second. Four wideouts, five wideouts, two on the far side. Lou Allen looks, throws back across his body, complete down to the 50 and knocked down right there. Good low tackle. Now, is this four down territory? Is that, uh, that was Casey Jones again. Fourth down and about. Four by almost five. Fourth down and five. But they're across midfield, and you're down 21. You get, you know what? I don't think you got much to lose by going for it. Landon Landon Kemp on the last stop. Ball is on the 49 of Cherokee Bluff. Four wideouts. Pruitt beside his quarterback, Lou Allen. Lou Allen. Two fakes. Tried to get him to jump right there. The play clock's under 18. And we'll have another timeout called by East Hall right there. Again, back in 30 seconds more. It's 21-0 in favor of the Bluff here on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED induct air purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedearsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. And back here at Cherokee Bluff Update, more scores. It's now 7-7, Dawson County and Gilmer. A very important ball game for the Tigers, too, Joe. Big ball game over there, and as, as, as Mike, I've heard him say several several times, Dawson or Gilmer County is one of those places that you better score early and often over there because you never can tell what kind of Stuff can happen. Fourth down, about five yards to go. They've got to get to the 44. Four wideouts. Now Lou Allen's, or excuse me, Pruitt was in motion. Lou Allen dropped the football. Oh, he, he, he was bobbling it. He was trying to catch it, and I think Cherokee Bluff has fell on it. They have. And number five got it. Big lineman Nathan Richardson fell on it. One of the defensive ends. And Nathan Richardson recovers the fumble with 739 on the East Hall. 40. Six yard line, 45 yard line. That was another instance of where he looked like he was taking a step or two before the ball ever exactly. got to him. He was. He was pulling and, back. And then he, when it hit him, 
it threw him off just enough that he started juggling the ball right there, and he never could come away with it, yep. never could come down with it, laid it on the ground. His momentum Richardson was, got it. And his momentum was going back, and he wanted to go forward to try and fall on it there, and he could never get to it. Either way, the Bears get the ball even on the fourth down play there in Esau territory. Three, two wide outs, one in the slot. He's in motion. That's Kemp going to hand off to him as he pitches to him as he comes around. That's Richardson, excuse me. Richardson down to the 41 for no, you, about a five, four-yard gain. You were right the first time. Was that Kemp? Yeah, yeah, okay. Number two. Number two, two in the five. So Landon gets that one and gets about four yards, second down, six yards to go. Landon was in that slot position. You have Austin Essex go out, and you'll have Malcolm Millsap come back in the game now for the Bears. Three wide outs. Asher Wilson takes it, hands off to Hultsey. Hultsey going to try and get around there, and East Hall was able to slow him down a little bit that time, fellas. Yeah, he gained only about a yard or so. That was Carroll. Jalen yeah. Carroll was the running yeah. back yeah. that time. 23, not 22, but yep. that looks a whole lot of light from up where you sit. I thought that number was different when he, when he uh, started to get up. I said, that wasn't Connor. Third down now, four yards to go. Balls on the 39. Got to get to the 35. Single back this time. Looking to pass. Asher. Hits his man over on this side. That is Malcolm. Malcolm's going to get down inside the 30 to about the 27-yard line. Malcolm Millsap with a nice little route. Stopped. Caught it about the 29. Then was able to get up to about the 27 for another Bears first down. 6.25 left in the second quarter now. Bears lead it 21 to nothing. Did you hear our PA announcer letting him know it's a first down? I love the way he hollers that. First down for the Bears. Arbor's over here warming up on the sidelines. He's ready for a field goal or another extra point just in case. You've got yeah, Carroll in the backfield behind uh, Wilson. Over to his left now. Three wide outs all on the far side. Wilson going to throw it complete to the man on the far side. That's going to be number 24. I believe it caught that pass, which is, is Logan, Logan is. Holmes. Logan looks like he's got a first down down yeah. inside the 15. Yep. Right down to 15, I believe it's where it's going to be spotted. It'll be another first down for the Bears. First and 10 out of, right, let's call it the 16 right there for Cherokee Bluff. Yeah, far side hash. They moved it back. Ball's on the far hash mark, as Gary said. Two receivers on the near side. Tied in. Gonna, Asher Wilson has it. Delayed handoff this time to... Number 23, Carroll. Carroll gets across the 10, the 5, down to the 1. That was a counter, guys. Yep. He went back one way, and he sent Carroll the other and stuck it in his gut just as he cut across in front of him. Fooled the defense, got it down first and goal at, what, the 2? Right at the 2. Big uh, big hole right there from Will Hanson, Noah Davis, Parker Walter that time for him to cut back and open up that hole to get all the way down to about the 2-yard line. First down and goal with five minutes exactly left here in the second quarter. I formation handoff to Carroll. Carroll's going to get wrapped up at the one. Yeah, a lot of Vikings in on that one. Yep. They were Marco. trying to reward him, you know, for yep. all that work. That's Getting exactly right, Ron. Ron and uh, Ramirez, Marco Ramirez, number 27, hit him first. But no game. Back at the two. Richardson will go out. Millsap will come, uh, come out of the game. And got, they, may, they may give him another crack at it, or did, have they subbed for him? I, I nope. think they subbed out for him. No, no he's still, still in. I think they'll give him one more crack at it. If he did, did yeah, this time, they may, they may send somebody else. got the in front of him in the eye to block for him. Cooper the fullback. They got an East Hall guy that jumped the gun, and when that man went in motion for a Cherokee Bluff, that'll move it about a half a yard up to the half-yard line. 
Yeah, yeah when was, he, uh, he went in motion with him and mm-hmm. stepped in the neutral zone. <laughs> Christensen <laughs> jumped across the line. I wanted to tackle him a little early there, didn't he, Ron? Oh, wow, now it's inside the one. Yeah, inside the one. We still got the backfield with Cooper, the fullback. Carroll, the tailback. Asher under center. Going to hand off to Carroll. Did he make it? He, yep. saw, he got hit pretty hard. Yep, touchdown. They stopped, him at, they stopped him at first, knocked him backwards, and then he recovered his momentum and fell forward into the end zone for the TD. Jalen Carroll with his first touchdown for tonight. 27 nothing. He earned that one. Yes, he did. On that drive. I mean, that's just a coach rewarding a player for doing a good job right there. And and he earned it again. That was a tough lick that he took getting in that touchdown. He did. He took a couple of tough licks down there inside the five. Arbor will end the kick. West to Hyder. Arbor's kick is up. And it is good. He's four for four, 28 nothing Bears. And we're back at one minute more high school football on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Your home should be an extension of who you are. When your home is built better, your life just feels better. So make your new home an energy-efficient Right Choice Home from Jackson EMC. Right Choice Homes come with a three-year energy warranty and a one-year comfort warranty. And every Right Choice Home receives Jackson EMC's lowest energy rate. Step inside your comfort zone with a right choice home. Only from Jackson EMC. Right, here we go, guys. Yeah, we are back here. Getting ready for another kickoff. Michael Arbor to kick. We've got Williams and Daniels back to catch it. That was going to go to the far side. That'll be Williams at the 10, the 15, the 20. Goes to the far side. 25 trying to get around the guy. Going to get knocked down around the 26 or 7-yard line of East Hall. That's where they'll have it next with 3.57 left here in the first half. He's not kicking it as deep now. His leg may be getting tired. <laughs> I think it was a South Corbin that helped him down. I, well, yeah, my, my thought was maybe, maybe they were thinking their kick coverage team is so good that when they kick it in the end zone, they start on the 20, but they may be able to bring them up shy of the 20 by getting down there so quick. Well, this this time they got it out to the 25, almost the 26. East Hall will have it. Lou Allen still in the game at quarterback with five wideouts. Empty backfield. Lou Allen takes the snap, looks, throws it in a hurry to the far side, complete to Daniels on the far side to got gang tackled around the 30. But he gets about four yards out of it, almost five. See where they're spotted at. A lot of purple jerseys brought Caden down. But Caden's got in there and got his hands warmed up, and now he's caught a couple of three in a row. Got yeah. four on it, second down six. May have made him change his gloves or something. <laughs> it might have. Yeah. Might have. Well, anyway, he ran into a purple haze over there, that's for sure. Second down, six yards to go. Four wideouts, three on the near side. One back, Lou Allen looking to throw on this side. One guy was into pressure, and then he kind of stopped and waited. Lou Allen will run and get back to where the ball was placed right there. Might have got a yard on to be third down and about five now from the 31. Well, actually going to get him up to the 32. It's going to be third down and four. 
Peyton Lou Allen recognized, went to the far side as number 11, <clears throat> excuse me, for Cherokee Bluff, yeah. Jack Hamilton was pressuring this side. He kind of stopped waiting on to see if Peyton was going to come out and run towards him. Yeah, he that's, that's exactly what happened. He's doing contained. Third down and four now. Lou Allen empty backfield. Five wideouts, three on the far side. Ball's on the far hash mark. One man in motion looking to throw. Over the top of his head. Intercepted by number 18. On the tip. Corbin, off the tip. Right at midfield. The tip right there went off of Levi Kenny's hands, and Ty Corbin was Johnny on the spot. We'll call him Ty on the spot. He caught it, fell down right at midfield for a first down for the Bears. Corbin at 5'10", 165. Had to kind of stretch out that 5'10 that's frame for that one, but he got it. That's the Bears' center fielder. He's using those outfield yes, skills. Yes, right buddy. Also, another score for you, Madison County on top of East Forsyth, 21-7 now. First down and 10. Ball's right on the midfield stripe. They've had really good field position all night, fellas. Three minutes, six seconds left here. They'd like to score one more time, if possible. Three wideouts for the Bears. Wilson in the shotgun. Takes it. Hands off to Hulsey. Hulsey back in the game across the 50, down to about the 45. Now, I'm hearing the band. They're not supposed to be playing during the play of the game, right? That's right, they don't care. That's the bad part about it. Uh, yeah, they just do it, and the referee's not saying anything. If the other team says something about it, they mind. Yeah, they're, they're over in the end zone. Oh, so that's them warming up or something. Yeah. Okay. I guess they think, well, if we're over here, we don't have to do that. That's just whatever. Yeah, I don't know why they think we can't hear them. Exactly. Wilson throws on this side. Complete. Number 15 catches it. Spins out of a tackle. Down to the 20. Down to the 15. Finally brought down. Tyler Underwood, nice catch, spun out of a tackle around the 30, sprinted down to the 15 for the first down. Yeah, he broke that one tackle, then Jacob Christensen had to ride him down, but I thought he was going to be stopped, but he just twisted out of the grasp of the would-be defender, took it all the way down to the 15. It's another, it's a chance for the bluff to tack on another one here before halftime. First down, ball is the 15 for the Bears. Three wideouts all on the far side. Kemp, Millsap, Jackson, one setback, and that's... Hulsey off to the left of his quarterback, Wilson, in the shotgun. Wilson's going to throw it. Complete on the far side to Braylon. Braylon slips under one tackle, and then gets hit, hit by two guys in white jerseys, including number 18 on the far side over there. Or might have been Parker Worley if he came up and tackled him. Either him or Lou Allen, one made the tackle for East Hall. Got only two yards, second down eight as I slide my stool out of the way. And Joe is now 24-7. Cedar Joe's on top of Chester T in the second. 145 in the quarter. Second down eight. Wilson takes it. Delayed handoff to Hulsey. Hulsey across the 10. Got met right there at the eight. Nice tackle by one of those middle guys. Is that number 81? Yeah, it was, I think it was Christensen, Somebody number seven. Somebody just okay, got a player okay, down for Chester T. Chester T's got a guy down on the far side. So we will have a timeout called right there. And we've got a timeout on the field. I think Cherokee Bluff called a timeout, Michael. We'll take it with us. We're back in 30 seconds more here on 97.5 Glory FM. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. 
And back here at Cherokee Bluff, glad you're with us next week. We're at Flyer Branch with Loganville and Flowery Branch. First time we will have seen the Falcons this year. That'll be a big ball game right there. Might have, to, might, might have to decide a playoff spot in their 34th Absolutely. place. One, and, and the Falcons have been playing well the last few weeks, too. And they're off tonight. Mm-hmm. Third down, about three yards to go. High formation, then they got out of the high formation. Cooper went over to a blocker. Going to pitch back to Hulsey at the 15 to the 10. Cuts back inside to the 5, down to the 4. First down. Got yeah. the first down right at between the 5 and the 4-yard line. It'll be first down for the Bears. They'll move the stick up to the 5. First and goal. The clock will run at 118. Put Melsat back in the game. You've got Jackson here on the near side. Receiver. Going to get off to Hulsey again. Hulsey right, goes, goes through one tackler. And then three or four white jerseys tackle him right after that, and he got another timeout called by, by Cherokee, Cherokee Bluff. I mean, I mean Bluff, yeah. Ooh. Down to the four, he got a yard. They're going to give him a yard. That's another timeout by Cherokee Bluff right there. Josh Jaramillo was the tackler for East Hall. All right, uh, that takes the Bluff down to one timeout. So you can run it again one more time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and and stop the clock. Yeah. But after that, you got to think about it. Second down. Well, they still got a little bit of time. East Hall's doing a nice job on the last two plays, stepping oh, on yeah, the defensive they, five. They, they're, well, they're keying on Hulsey. There's no question about it. They're keying on him. And I would do. I mean, he's oh, yeah. the money man for the Bears. Well, he's the man. He had 50 yards in the first two possessions tonight and touchdown. He's got three on the night. 22 and number 22 and number 23 have all four touchdowns tonight. Yeah, yeah another score. Buford's taking it out on Tequila's 21 nothing at the end of the first quarter. Reckon they were upset because they got uh, beat yeah. at the oh, last uh, second by Mill Creek. Did you hear what happened for that TV coverage? Oh, I heard they, they cut away at the end away. of the game yeah. with Buford die, t- driving for a potential tying or winning score and went to some preseason basketball game. Yeah, I heard him talking about oh, that. Oh, man. High formation behind Wilson. Wilson with Cooper and with Hulsey. Pitch back to Hulsey. Hulsey going to try and cut inside. He does. Touchdown, Bears. Well read that time by Hulsey. He saw the hole close to the outside, saw another one open to the inside, and Connor just took it and stuck it into that purple in the end zone. Not the touchdown with one minute remaining here in the first half. That makes it 34 to nothing, Bears, and they'll look to go up by 35. Well, he had a three-yard touchdown to what he just did on the rest of all of that. Yeah, and he had, that was a misdirection play. They had everybody going right, and they just pitched it back to him going left, and there was nobody there. West to Hyder to Arbor. Arbor kick is up, and it hits the goalpost and goes through, <laughs> and it's 35 to nothing. Yeah, when you're hot, you're hot, you're hot. Well, y'all said his leg might be tired. And me. That's like nine, ten kicks he's had tonight. Yeah. Now, one minute left here in the first half. Cherokee Bluff will kick off one more time to East Hall. You'll have Daniels and Williams back to receive more than likely. And we'll have the halftime show. I will give, if it's all right with Mike, I'll read out the 21 seniors on the Cherokee Bluff roster at halftime. And go over that. I don't have access to stats tonight, so we'll go over that part. Ron gathers scores. Gary will be able to talk to Coach Jones at the end of that one minute. Uh, it's always nice to be able to talk to a coach when they got a big lead. Exactly. They're, they're a little more eager to talk, shall we say. <laughs> a little bit more relaxed when you come up to him with a microphone. A little bit, a yeah. little bit. Arbor, oh, nope, that's a new guy. That's number 86, I believe. That's Paul 
Paul Lasutis. Lasutis, yes. Uh, yeah. I saw him in number two on the depth chart there. Lasutis will come up. He's a senior also. He's a kicker and a punter. Number 86. Let him let him uh, see what he does on his last game, home game. Uh, you're probably going to see a good many people see an action in the yeah. second half. Paul toe meets leather. Lie, low line drive. The up back going to catch that one, drop it at the 21, and he takes off with it. 25 got hit immediately at the 30, down to about the 32 or 33-yard line. The, was that number 36 or number 7 for these tall runs? I think it was number 36, Walt Jarrett, maybe. He caught it, one of the up backs. Yeah, I didn't catch it. I didn't didn't have my binoculars on for that. Marcus Harrison will come back in, threw it over to his right four receivers with 51 and a half seconds for East Hall. First down at their 20, or excuse me, 32. Harrison dropped it again. Has to run out the far side and gets tackled by his ankle right there. Number and five. One, that was Nolan Richardson. I was about to say, I don't think the, the centers have been at fault on this. Nope. That was a, probably, yeah. a pretty good snap to me. Nathan Richardson. I said Nolan, but Nathan Richardson grabbed him on the ankle and tackled him for looks like about a seven-yard loss there, Gary. And had a, Eight had yard, it part of his shirt, too, mm-hmm. so he couldn't recover. His own, he's trying to keep him recovering his own fumble. And to add, to add more to it, a lineman fell back, tripped over his quarterback, and fell backwards on his behind. Second down, about 18 now for each tall. Clyde's clock runs down. Harrison trying to run. He's not going to get Oh, he got away from the man, but the next guy is a purple. He's going to come up and make a tackle. That looks like to be number 11, Jack Hamilton, one and, of the defensive ends. And the clock will run out half. for halftime. Yeah. That'll be the end of your first half. Let's the Bears. We can get to Coach Tommy Jones here. As the uh, purple-clad Bears hit off the field toward the locker room. Let's see if I can grab him right quick. Coach, you're playing like you're on a little bit of a mission tonight. Yeah, proud of our guys. They came out uh, from the very beginning, and I thought we played good discipline defense. We've been able to move the ball, and uh, it was a good half for us. But we know football games are made of two halves. And last week against Walnut Grove, we only played one of them, and we should have played the second one a little bit better. So that will be the message at halftime. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate it. There you go. You can tell he's a businessman tonight with that statement right there. Yep. Halftime is Cherokee Bluff 35, East Hall. Nothing. We're back in two minutes with your United Community Bank halftime show here on 97.5 Glory FM. 